Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talking Television Podcast with Jay and Chris. We're your hosts tonight, and tonight we are talking about Warrior Season 1, Episode 6. Yes. This is entitled Chewed Up, Spit Out, and Stepped On. So, first of all, we want to say thank you to all of our new listeners and watchers on YouTube. Uh, We got a huge jump from our show on Chernobyl. So hopefully you guys all came back for this episode. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully you guys are going to follow us throughout the different you know shows we're we're talking about. But yeah, Chernobyl was a was a big one. So can't wait for next week. Yeah. Talk I'm about that for again. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you guys could follow us on all the major socials uh, at Southport Media. Uh, we're on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. everywhere. So yeah, fo- follow the links. That'd be great. Uh, all the support's been great. So subscribe, like, comment. It's all fantastic. Yep, the subscribe button's just right down there, so go ahead and hit it. All right, Jay, so what are we drinking tonight? Tonight, we are drinking Dewar's. It's a 12-year scotch. What do, you, what do you think of it? Well, I've had a, another bottle of Dewar's, um, not the 12-year, and I thought it was great. It was way better than I expected, especially for the money. Uh, but this bottle, very nice. I, I like sweet whiskeys. We mentioned that last week, and this is another one. Yeah, this one. one's a good mix. It's uh, it's a little bit sweet and a little smoky, so uh, it, it's kind of well-rounded, you know, you, you, a lot of different uh, flavors for different palates, so it doesn't just pick one and stick with it. Not as smoky as Son of a Pete 2. That Correct. was very smoky. That's by far the, the peatiest. <laughs> uh, but you very know smoky. What? The next day, uh, I was... That bottle had me thinking, and I was like, ooh, I'd really like to try that again, even though it was the first one I've ever had that was that peaty. Yes. So Yeah, the, uh, High, the Highland Park that we had uh, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. was close, but not quite as, as uh, smoky. Yeah, it was like one foot in the door, mm-hmm. and, and uh, son of a Pete, like threw you down the steps. Like <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh, so this was another great episode, uh, but another short episode. It was only like 45 minutes once again, so we've had two that short this season. Yeah. Uh, they still managed to pack quite a bit into that episode, oh. so yeah, you guys should have seen us. Like we're we're typing <laughs> notes like through the whole episode, we couldn't keep yeah, up. There so was so lot, much lots going to talk on. about, so we'll we'll get through all that. Um, but yeah, it, it'd be nice to fill the full hour, maybe. Yep, definitely. Well, one thing we saw in the news this week is they did some more casting for season two. Uh, we knew that is already filming in South Africa again, and one of the guys, Dustin Wen. Uh, he plays, you know, a small role this season, but they picked him up for the full season next year. Yes. So, uh, yeah, he's in the third tongue that they introduced, correct? Yeah, and they had a, a huge part in this episode. They they sure did. Um, oh, should we just dive into that? Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, some of the other cast uh, casting. Um, we'll we'll see what roles they play, but he was probably the only one we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Before we get too far into the episode, I think our, my biggest impression was there was tons of great lighting in this episode. It did seem that way. Yeah, the the, the, the episode has been kind of traditionally dark, so um, it opened on a celebration, the Chinese New Year celebration, and yeah, it, it looked really bright and vibrant. You could see everything, you know, really clear. So that was kind of refreshing. I like that. Yeah, and the director of photography, I think, did a great job with all these camera angles. Uh, three or four times in the episode, like we were just kind of taken back. We're like, wow, that was a great place to put the camera. Yeah, some low shots kind of through alleyways. Yeah, there was um, lots of ang- not quite Dutch angles, but definitely offset. Yeah, it, the 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 filmography is really nice. So mm-hmm. I hope they keep that up. Uh, it's been a, a good show to watch, mm-hmm. especially after last week. Uh, you know, the Western setting and. All the nods to the other, you know, past films. Exactly. 
All right. So it was good to see all the actors back together again in one episode. We haven't seen much of Atoy and uh, some of the other characters recently. Even this episode, Atoy, we saw a few times in the background, uh, but not too too much going on with her storyline just yet. Uh, it seems like next week um, she'll play a part. So we'll we'll touch on that towards the end uh, during the wrap up. But yeah, yeah so- it was good to see everybody back together again. Mm-hmm. So we started out in this Chinese New Year parade, which they said they actually had to bring in hundreds of extras, you know, to kind of film this. So it was really like a parade on yeah, set. Yeah, I think it was their biggest production, the biggest set that they had for the the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I tweeted out while we were watching that it reminded me of Strike Back this last season where they had a big holy festival going on. And it was another parade just like this with hundreds of extras and colors and stuff going on everywhere. So really cool. It was successful on both shows, so. Very cool. All right, so Assam's back in San Francisco this episode, and uh, we find him. He's actually in bed with Penny again. Yes, he is. And you know, he was on a long road trip. Yeah, so. yeah, he had to you know <laughs> relax when he got back. Yes, but I think the interesting thing is he's in her place once again. I, eventually, he's going to have to get caught, right? I mean, there's got to be other people around the the house. I agree. Uh, people are going to see that, and they're going to talk about it. You can't just keep that hidden for too long. Yeah, and Mai Ling already brought it up in episode five that, or four, that she knew about him. So, I mean, he picked a time where everybody was focused on the the parade. So maybe that was strategic that they could sneak away for a little bit and maybe not have too many questions asked. But uh, very soon, it's noticed that he's not present. Yes, um, and he's laying in the bathtub, um, and we actually get a little more backstory between him and his sister. Uh, he you know, heard about, you know, the biggest badass in the land and him and some other guys went to go fight him and he ended up killing this other guy. And uh, soon Yang uh, was related to that guy and wanted to, you know, fight him or kill him for it. So uh, Mai Ling, his sister, ends up, you know, marrying that guy to kind of save her brother, I guess. That's really the reason why um, she left, I think, is because of that whole situation. She had to run away from it. Uh, and it's kind of, it, it corresponds with Penny's story a little bit too. Yep. Because she was in a similar boat. She, uh, her father's company was was failing. And in order to kind of promote his business and keep the family afloat, she wound up marrying the mayor, you know, to get some guaranteed contracts. Um, so, it, yeah, it's kind of indentured, you know, uh, servitude. Yeah, there's so, parallels between the two characters right. right now. Yeah, we'll see where they wind up. Uh, so we also found out a little bit about Lee. Uh, he grew up on a, a farm because he was eating some like hot dog or sausage. And he's like, how do you know that's not dog? <laughs> Big Bill always has jokes. Yeah. He's like, it's pork. I know the taste. <laughs> yep. So they're walking through the uh, Chinese uh, festival and, you know, we see the Hopway come walking out and they had their own little like private VIP box. Yep. Their little, you know, stand. Uh, Father June comes, takes the seat. So up on the stand, it was just uh, him and Bolo. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was kind of standing around. Young June was in a doorway off to the side. Yeah, they seemed to kind of be in high spirits for once. I think they were happy to just take a step back. And Yeah, yeah. the Chinese New Year Parade seemed to be like a highlight for everybody involved. And it's, you know, nobody was expecting something like uh, an assassination attempt to go down. Yeah. You know, it was supposed to be a, a day of, you know, fun for everybody. But uh, you you quickly see some masked men, you know, scurrying through the crowds, making their way towards where the hop way are. 
and they chuck a stick of dynamite right underneath the the podium there. And the one that sees it right away is young June. You know, he sees the dynamite lit, the fuse is burning really quick, so he yells out to Bolo to, you know, he Bolo knows and just jumps right off, and it was really close. Yeah, he grabbed Father June just in time, and yeah, there's no way that young June could get up there. So that was, you know, good coordination between the two of them. Right. But going back to where Assam is, uh, it's pretty notable that he's not there. Yeah, when the assassination attempt happens. Yeah, so some questions might arise from that in the future. You know, where was he? You mm-hmm. know, why wasn't he with us when this happened? Especially if the secret that his sister is with the Long Z comes out. And this assassination attempt happened when he's not there. What are they going to say? Yeah, it's very suspicious. Yeah, I think it's building up to that. Uh, so during this whole festival, we could see our buddy Wang Chao again. And yes. he's, uh, you know, given some white women kind of like a explanation of what's going on in the city and what the he, festival he's means. He's a little bit of game on him. Well, unfortunately, they're a little too close to the action uh, with the dynamite. And one of them actually dies and the other ones are pretty badly injured yes so the the explosion it, it's pretty devastating it uh at first when they showed it i thought a lot more people died mm-hmm. but it turns out that i think there was just the one uh fatality and then a lot of other people were injured but the whole scene i mean buildings were destroyed everybody was scattered uh it was just kind of chaos and they showed bill standing up just kind of trying to gather himself and figure out what happened yeah and, you know, Lee was next to him right before it went off, and he saw somebody run off, and he followed him. Right. So Lee's always on point, man. He's a step ahead of everybody else. He's a good cop, all right. Yeah, after that whole fiasco, he's kind of standing there looking around at the carnage, and then it cuts to after that. So Bill goes home, and he he's still bloody. He, he looks disheveled, and the last thing he wants to see at home is Damon. You know, the money collector, the debt collector. Yeah, we saw him. He beat up Bill a couple episodes ago. So, yeah, he's sitting there holding one of his kids. We don't know which one, but one of his (laughs) many kids. Yeah, yeah. And his wife's there, and they're chatting it up. And it it quickly turns, you know, it's a pretty tense and hostile conversation uh, about the the debt that he owes and his time to pay. Yeah, he tells him his three weeks is up, which was the extended amount of time because he was a policeman and Damon is ex-cop. Otherwise, would have only been two weeks. Yeah, and they, you know, they have a history. They're both Irish, and he he gave him a little extra time there. Yeah, but, he told him, uh, you know, you need to pay up, or you're going to join the White Mountain. Exactly. Uh, so the, the Fong Hai, you know, they have that long history of just taking people out. So yeah, you can tell though. Bill's pretty distraught about it. He's he's obviously, you know, he told Damon he's got the money. And he didn't have an on him, but, you know, he could meet him at the Banshee uh, the next night. Mm-hmm. So that was the plan, you know, to meet at the Banshee and I'll give you your money. But he, he doesn't have that. No, he doesn't have he, the money. He's quickly trying to scramble and figure out, you know, what's he going to do? How's he going to pay this off? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Fung Hai, you know, they're going after Bill for the money. And they also seem to have, you know, caused this assassination attempt earlier. So Young Jun goes after them. By going up to Wang Chao, trying to get some information. And he's like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll help you out. Just, you know, there's no reason to threaten me. I can, you know, we can make this work, basically. Yeah, he pulls out his little Wild West revolver on him. Yeah. <laughs> he pulls out the gun. He, uh, he seems to like that now. From, yeah, from last episode. Yeah, he know? ends up using it later in the episode, which is cool. Yep. So, after that, we get um, a little more backstory on Lee, which we still don't... He's kind of the last mystery of the show. 
Yeah, and I think next episode they might finally get to to that. But yep. he's actually in the police station, and he made this nice little map, which would be nice to find that if we could. Yeah, he had a, a map of like all the little gang territories. Yeah, all the tongs were highlighted in their, their territories, and you know this is where the explosion happened, and then the guys I chased ran this direction, but that's not where they belong. Yeah, his gang was up this here. Way. So he, he's actually doing some good work, and, and Bill just shows up and be you know, what are you doing? That you know, why are you wasting your time? They're they're all Chinese. But Bill does coincidentally try to defend the Fong Hai a little bit. Um at least it sounded that way to me. So maybe that's because his debt's there. He doesn't quite want to go bust them and get out it. It could be. But if anything, in his position, maybe he'd want them to get distracted, maybe a little beat up, because then they wouldn't be focused on him necessarily. Yeah. So when Lee was in the police station, it looks like he saw somebody out in the hallway that he like identified, but they didn't say anything. And, then and they all were quickly he was, gone. He too. was gone. Yeah. It looked like he he was, you know, Southern. He had some ragged, you know, clothes on. So he didn't fit the scene. He wasn't a city guy. Yeah. So I wonder if that guy is actually there and we're going to see him. Or maybe that's a ghost. Maybe it was uh, something from his past, like, you know, his father or somebody that he's died. coming back and he's thinking about it. Or somebody from the war. Because uh, we know that, you know, the, the war just ended, you know, not long before this. So Right. There's definitely some something coming for Lee. Some somebody or something that he's worried about. Yeah, yeah definitely so before his, the end of the season. Yes, his past is is a little troubled, and he's he's worried about it. Mm-hmm. So I think up next, uh, Bill tells Lee to go watch his house, um, and he gives him a shotgun from the police station, and doesn't explain why. Just says, "Hey, I need you to go to my house, sit out front, sit on the rocker, and you'll know if somebody's coming." And yeah, he, he's kind of playing into. Like a not necessarily like a boss role, but a friend role. He said, "Hey, I need you to do this for me. You know, if I don't come back, well, I guess you get promoted. But you don't ask any questions. I just, you know, I've got something to take care of, and I really need your help." Yeah, and once again, just like uh, episode four, we see Lee kind of go along with it, even though he doesn't really trust or agree with Bill. They still have that, uh, I guess, just the partner aspect of being a cop. Uh, you're going to protect and watch the back of your partner, so. He goes along with it, and you know he sits all night at the house with the shotgun. Yeah, I mean, in an aspect, you know, the cop brotherhood is just like the the Tong brotherhood. You know, they're there for each other. Yeah, for Lee to do that for Bill, you could tell he's he's definitely conscious about it and troubled about what Bill's doing, but he's going to go along with it and do his best to protect his family. Yep, definitely. So we'll we'll see where that takes us in the next episode, maybe. I think my favorite part of the episode is up next, and that's where the Hopway are kind of having this meeting after Father June was injured, and they have him like sitting upstairs in his bedroom just resting, and they get together and they're trying to decide what their next step is. So Young June suggests, "Hey, you know, I think we need to scrap. We need to go back and you know have revenge." And there's a couple people arguing with them on what the next step should be, and Assam steps up and says, "Hey, he's the boss now." Uh, I agree with him, let's scrap. And then Bolo stands up and also says, I agree, let's scrap. So I think that was a big moment for the three of them. It was. Yeah, It you know, obviously in the time where his father is incapacitated, young Jude's the man. You know, yeah, he's, he's in charge. A, he's in charge. So all the brotherhood building and everything that uh, Assam and young Jude went through in episode five, 
you know, the Western episode, you know, carried forward to this moment. Mm-hmm. And Bolo kind of stands up and, you know, after Assam asserts, yeah, let's follow him, you know, he does the same. So for young June, that was huge to have some backing because one of the elders was, you know, not really on his side. Mm-hmm. And right after that, they uh, we see another little like bromance moment between Assam and young June out in the alley with once again another really cool low camera shot yep uh but basically young june says hey thank you for supporting me but i don't know if i made the right decision and assam said hey it doesn't matter you're the boss it doesn't matter yeah it's Uh, your decision so he said you know we're brothers and you know that's the way it's gonna go so i mean that's a a huge moment for them and it was just really short like a quick 30 second scene but i think that's really going to define the two of them yeah it meant a lot yeah it was a big moment for Maybe some foreshadowing um, for his leadership to come. So we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see where that takes us. So another character we saw this episode that we haven't seen in a little while is Buckley. Yeah, him and the mayor actually have a, like a lunch meeting mm-hmm. with a state senator. And they discuss some future you know political moves that uh, the senator is wanting to make, actually. He's uh, you know wanting to have a bid for president. And in order to do that, he doesn't want to have his home state, you know, overrun and in the middle of a Chinese gang war. Yeah, you can't have all this violence he, he in the headlines. Have it. So he, he kind of makes it clear to the mayor to do something about it. I don't know if we're going to see the senator guy again, but I mean, that's a very realistic outlook. Um, you know, even today, it's the same kind of thing. If you're running for office, you can't have bad headlines in your territory. Uh, and it's been that way for hundreds of years. So maybe even the more important part of that meeting was afterwards... Uh, Buckley kind of walks the senator out and he shows him the paper and it seems like they have something going on the side. He says, this is actually political gold. You know, if you can keep this up and then we can solve it, it makes us look good. Yeah, the senator walks, you know, Buckley, uh, they're walking out and you can tell that there's some, some political sabotage going on maybe with the mayor yeah it seems so we'll like see how that plays out nobody really likes the mayor and he actually told buckley hey i'd love to have somebody with your services come help me in dc yeah he's kind of recruiting him for future political actions so we'll see what happens i i really think i've you know i think the mayor's gonna die this season he's yeah, got to <laughs> i don't think there's any way he makes it all the way through this season yeah i don't know who's gonna take him out hopefully it's penny i hope she's the one to do it but at this point it could be buckley it could be you know, a couple different people. Yep, definitely. Oh, boy. So, finally, the next, we get to the big fight. Yes, Bolo has been uh, ready for this. We've been chatting with Rich Ting on uh, Warrior After yes. Dark on his Instagram, and he's been telling us, wait for episode six, wait for episode six, it's coming. And he, sure he enough, wasn't He wasn't lying, it, it was a great fight. Yeah, so we get a absolutely brutal fight scene with Bolo in it, finally. Yeah, so, they kind of... They barge into the the casino owned by the other Tong. Yeah, the Fung Hai. The Fung Hai. And they're carrying some... some two dead, dead bodies. Two dead bodies to start. <laughs> and they drop them and just immediately start going to town. And, and once again, it's just the three amigos there. It's just the three of them. That's all you need, though. Yeah, I Sam, mean, they, Young June, and I don't even, There, there and must Bolo. have been, what, 20, 20 guys? <laughs> I was trying to count them. There's and so they many. were just dropping them, you know... Uh, so they, they kind of Tobin, he he's awesome. We love Young June, and he's Mister Stabby again. You know, he goes just crazy with the knives, and he's taking out everybody. 
Yeah, he's got a, a really interesting like uh, knife attack where he like double fists some knives, gets really low, and then just gut shots. Yeah, he, he like slides into him and just one after another just takes him out. Yeah, it, it's crazy effective. So uh, he's just gonna keep doing that, I think. And I saw him. He's you know kicking him. He's he's breaking necks. He's he's doing all that sort of stuff. Uh, and Bolo, though, he... He actually goes in a whole other room. Yeah, he kind of just takes the bar. You know, he lets them have the casino. He goes off on his own. You know, goes a little yellow demon on him and takes one guy out with a throwing axe right in the chest, kind of pins him to the bar. Oh, yeah. And he's hanging there. And, yeah, he, he just... I think he took out nine guys by himself. Uh, his finishing blow uh, was really cool, though. I'm I'm kind of curious who came up with that. You, you think if you have a, a hatchet, you'd use the sharp end of it to yep. kill a guy, but not him. No. He, he, he used the blunt end and just right in the skull of the last guy. Yeah, he uses the, the handle piece and just, yeah, right in the guy's skull. And once again, we see that same camera shot we saw from really early in the season where once a guy goes into the guy's head and he falls down onto the bar, we see the camera go with it. So right. really cool camera work in this episode again. So he clears out his room. Uh, young June and Assam, they clear out their room. Then they walk into the bar afterwards and realize, like, okay, this work's done. I guess we're, yeah, we're he, done. He did all that work on his own. Bolo's just sitting there taking a drink at the bar, grabs a bottle and heads out. You yeah. know? It was an <laughs> it was an awesome fight scene. That yeah, was really definitely. good. So uh, Rich said they actually filmed that in two separate parts. They did the, the entrance when they walked in with the bodies uh, in one filming session, and then the fights were totally separate. And I think he said it took him about a month of practice to lead up to that fight scene. Right. And just a, I think he said two days for his part in, in the room filming. by himself. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, a lot goes into that. Yeah. You're in an enclosed space and there were so many bodies involved that I think the choreography and moving people in and out, um, it, yeah, it's going to take a ton of practice as opposed to, you know, one of the fight scenes that are going to be out in the street where there's a whole lot more room and you can choreograph better. Yeah, so that was our by far biggest and best fight, uh, in my opinion, of this episode. Uh, it seems like I think next episode we'll have an actual uh, tongs going at it, you know, multiple people at the same time in the mm -hmm. streets. So I'm sure that'll be pretty good, too. But th this was a very good fight. Didn't disappoint. And you know what? It was inside. It was dim, but we could actually see what was going on. So the lighting was it was great in this episode once again. Exactly. So we have uh, back to Bill and his predicament, uh, being indebted to Damon. He uh, he finally goes to the Banshee and sees Leary there. Yep. And he also owes money to Leary. Mm -hmm. So he kind of works out a deal. Initially, Leary tells him, no, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, he said, you're a bad bet. There's no reason to give you any more money. Yeah, I I'm not going to help you out. And then... Kind of as a last-ditch effort, Bill sits down next to him, takes a drink, and says, yeah, I can't believe he's working for the Chinese, you know, referring to Damon mm -hmm. being their debt collector. And Larry didn't like that, you know, a fellow Irishman yeah, he took you know, it working personal. for the Chinese. So that was a turning point. At that point, he kind of, you know, Bill knew he hooked him. Oh, yeah, you, you could tell he did that on purpose. Yeah, so he he agrees to float him money when Damon comes, and uh, we get another fight out of that sequence oh that was another absolutely crazy one so many parts to that fight too because it got you know split up between multiple people you know we got leary fighting and almost killing this guy and yeah, then uh, he i don't know if he originally intended to do that 
to to beat him up quite as badly. Uh, but you know, basically, Leary before he lets Damon leave the bar, takes the money from him and says, "Hey, I'll give you the money. I'll let you on your way, mm-hmm. but you got to go two rounds with me." You know, Leary just likes to fight. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a fighter. So yeah, we saw that in the first episode. They wind up going to the alleyway and. Yeah, the first round, they're they're exchanging blows back and forth. A lot of body shots, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. you know boxing type going on. In round two, Leary gets really pissed because Bill insults his mom, <laughs> and he I don't think he liked that. No, I mean he really just laid into him, just brutal. Oh, yeah, he went like absolutely mental. Just yeah. At first, I thought he killed him himself. Yeah, can we call him the the white demon or the yeah. green demon? You know, for being Irish. He uh man, so he. But he leaves him alive, and he goes up to Bill and says, "Hey, it, it's in your court now. You know, you got to finish him off. Otherwise, he's going to come back for. He's not going to come back for me, the guy that can whip him. He's going to come after you for setting this up and, you know, putting him in this position. So, yep. finish him off now. Otherwise, you know, you're dead to me. Oh, and and finish him he, off. He did. Yeah, he, he did. He came in with a, a sledgehammer and. Well, actually, it was his uh, Damon's club. Oh, it was a club. Is that yeah, what it was? That's okay. what it, yeah, it was the one he brought with him. Well, he just starts beating his face in until just you start seeing blood just explode all over him. Then, yeah, this was a pretty brutal episode <laughs> overall. <laughs> yeah, and once again, the uh, the sound and music guys are just absolutely stellar because while he's beating this guy's face in, and you know the guy's head's exploding, there's. The music that's playing almost sounds like Amazing Grace, and it just yeah, takes it was you really out of the like element. Somber and mellow, and you know, huh. they, they switch it up all the time. Each tone of every fight is different, and they've gone through so many genres now. Yeah, we've seen hip hop and uh, uh, hardcore metal, Hard, yeah, rock hardcore and rock, and, and western. Yeah. So they're it, it's a great tone because there isn't like a specific tone. It's just everything based on what it's feeling like. Yep. And it, it's, it's very atypical it, to what a lot of other um, people would choose to put songs in there. So Yes, it is. Uh, so the Long Z, they get a body dumped off while they're eating dinner uh, from the hopway. And it's, uh, you know, one of the Fung Hai. And as soon as that happens, Long Z says, My Ling, what have you done? He knows yeah, what he, happened. He, he knows she set something up behind his back. And... He's won at peace this whole time. He really has. So they wind up arranging a meeting um, between the Long Z and the Hopway. Uh, Father June goes to talk to him. Uh, and essentially, Long Z offers peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and plus payment for what what they did. You know, what Mai Ling did behind his back. And Father June says, you know, that all sounds good. But the Fong Hei... They gotta go. Yeah, we we've got to take them out. You know, they've got to pay for what they did, and that's my terms. Yeah, he you said. Know? You know, and they shake hands, and as they're walking away, you know, Father June says to the hopway, you know, oh yeah, I shook his hand, but you know, it was saying goodbye because we got to kill him. Yeah, he said that's the last we're gonna see of him. And Long Z knows that as well. You know, when he walks back to my ling, he says. Yeah, they're going to try and kill me. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, all is not forgiven. You know, they've got to, you know, squash their beef plus with uh, the other tongue. So Yeah, and, you know, Lee Young was right there. And, you know, he kind of had a look of, well, you know, I'm not going to let that happen. But somebody's going to have to die, I think. 
Yeah, and it might be Long Z. I, I think so. I think my Ling is going to come into power, and he's going to have to go, unfortunately. Yeah. So I think next episode they're going to get into that. They're going to start start having them clash, and maybe we'll see a couple people die. After that, we get to the last scene of the show, and you know we see B- Bill get home, and you know the wife says, "Hey, you know you just got home, but you know the kids are up and need help, and there's kids crying and everything going on." And I think emotionally he's just totally exhausted. Yeah, he puts up his hard front. You know, I just need some sleep. Let me be. It was a rough night, but he gets in the bedroom by himself, closes the door, and he just has a breakdown. Yeah, he just kind of breaks out and yeah. crying. I don't think he's happy with what he's become. No, he not necessarily for killing the guy, but just he knows he crossed the line, that he put himself in that you know position to have to do that. And he's in deeper now with Dennis Leary, too, with the extra money he now had to pay to Damon. Yeah, so Leary pretty much owns him right now. He's, he knows he's going to have to pay up one way or another back to him. Yep. But he's just not happy with himself, you know, as a person, as a cop. You know, he, he's, he, I think he realizes something's got to change. But then the last scene is there's a little bunny on the ground that he notices in mm-hmm. the bedroom. Yeah, a little gold coin just sitting in the corner. So what is he going to do with that? Yeah, we both had different perspective on what that could mean. Yeah, is he going to take that to Leary and help pay off his debt? Probably not. Or is he going to go start gambling again? Yeah, and I I thought it might be, you know, maybe that's just his little bit of last glimmer of hope of, you know, maybe, you know, there's still good out there. uh, You know, there's still a way I can get out of this. And I don't know if there's going to be. We'll see. Time will tell. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So next episode, we saw a little bit of a preview and it looks like just like this episode, we're going to go full bore into Tong War fighting. And it looks like it's going to be out in the daylight, which I think is going to be bad news for the mayor once again. Yeah, blood in the streets. Last thing he wants. Yeah, he wants peace and quiet. Politically, it's going to be chaos. Between the tongs, it's going to be chaos. Uh, maybe they'll touch upon, you know, Assam and his sister. Maybe that'll come out. Yeah, I think it will. Uh, but we know it's coming. It's going to happen at some point. Yeah, and we definitely have a good feeling that... we you know, Bolo and Assam are going to have outs at some point. So I think that's going to come up either over his sister or over not being there to protect Father June this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely going to be a question. Where were you? Why weren't you here for us? Mm-hmm. And um, we'll see who who's the victor. Who might rise to the top? Yeah, you know, the hot who, boys. Who's going to be in yeah, the hot boys? So we'll see. There's lots of stuff to come. You know, we're down to four more episodes now. We'll yeah. see what happens. Well, I'm halfway all the way. I, I want halfway them to, all the way. I want them to see. There you, you know. go. <laughs> <laughs> they got their own little corner of the city, and uh, you know they're two against one against the halfway. So I, you know they're kind of the underdogs in this. So yeah, I definitely want Young June to prevail for sure. And Sam, you know, we'll see where he where he kind of falls. You know, if he still stays with the halfway, if he's in Young June's graces, or if uh, maybe Bolo's got something to say about that. Yeah, I think one interesting thing about the show is almost nobody is a good guy, you know, a, a good person that, you know, has morals and yada yada. Uh, every, you know, we have protagonists and antagonists, but everybody kind of has their own agenda. Everybody's breaking the law in their own way. So no matter who you root for, you know, yeah. you, you can't really base it on, oh, this guy's a good guy, so he's who I'm going with. 
Yeah, you, you might be able to relate to some, you know, in one way or another and, and pull for them. But yeah, in, you know, past, you know, sins might might be too much to overcome what you do in the future. So we'll see where that plays out. How do you think some of these characters have developed from the beginning of the season when we first saw them? Uh, what about Assam? Assam, he's he's definitely exposing more of his past um of kind of where he came from, what's brought him to America, to a couple people. You know, last episode, he talked to Young June, developed that brotherhood, told him about his American grandfather, that he can actually speak English. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I really think Penny is beginning to become the most, uh, you know, friend and confidant that he can uh, relate to. And he's kind of, he hasn't said my link to her yet he used his sister's real name yeah i don't remember what that was uh so he's just he's opening up more so overall he he's kind of accepted in the hopway he's become one of you know he's he's accepted he's a brother to the guys he's fought with them side by side now but he's also got the other side you know all these secrets from them that they don't know about and it might you know be too much for them to forgive in yeah, the future. he's kind of divided. Uh, yeah, I think he he's kind of found some support and family, but once again, I he doesn't really know who you know, he's kind of divided. You know, between his sister or Young June now, and his loyalties are going to have to find pick somebody or the other. Right. Young June, I think, has you know grown quite a bit from the first episode. Before he was just kind of his father's son, but nobody really empowered him or anything. And I think Assam has done that. Yeah, he, he's given him a second, you know, somebody to back him up, you know, vocally and physically. Now, uh, this episode for sure, when he was, you know, in power for that short time, even he stood up and said, hey, I support you. This is what we should do. Mm-hmm. And obviously they fought together many times now, side by side. So it, he's he's there for him. And obviously his his fighting is has improved you know he's oh, mr yeah. stabby taking guys out all the time so and they're besties they've ridden horses into the sun sunrise together and all sorts of stuff now exactly uh, my ling i don't think we've seen much development yet uh i think we will by the end of the season though uh, same thing with a toy and wang chow uh, we've seen glimpses of them but not a lot of development yeah yeah not so much backstory or or where they're Maybe what they're you know thriving to be or trying to achieve, mm-hmm. just kind of surviving and dealing with what's going on around them. So yeah. we'll see what comes for them if yeah. they have uh, you know bigger bigger roles to come. Uh, the other one we've started to get some glimpses of is Bolo. Uh, yes, at first you know he was just kind of the the muscle man in the background uh, there to you know protect the family and everything, but now we kind of understand where he came from, uh, what drives him, and you know, will allow him to actually come out and, and fight. Otherwise, you know, he doesn't want to be out in the streets doing any of that uh, exactly other little gangster stuff that the rest of them are doing. The mayor, he's just trying to stay the mayor and get his uh his tracks built across the city and get the rail line going. So <laughs> he he's got I think he's got more enemies than he has friends. Definitely. And they're gonna catch up to him soon. Uh Penny you know, she's obviously found a major friend with Assam, uh, somebody to talk to and maybe support her in the future mm-hmm. endeavors. 
we'll, we'll see where that takes them. But she's really developed, you know, independently away from the mayor. They haven't had too many scenes together. You know, every time they're together, there's tension, there's fighting. You know, she disagrees with them. So whenever she's with Assam, she's more relaxed and, and, and comfortable. And comfortable. All right, guys, let us know what you think down in the comments below. Uh, definitely hit the subscribe button down there and follow us on social media at Southport Media. We, we love the support, guys. Hope you guys keep coming back. We'll see you next week. And cheers. Cheers. Thanks, everybody.